Hey guys, welcome to Somebody's Mama Podcast. We're your hosts, Kendra and Nicole. We thank you guys for joining us for another episode today. This is episode 71. And if you guys are watching on YouTube or Spotify, hey y'all. Thank you guys for joining us so that you guys can see our faces. And thank you listeners as well. So we're going to jump right into the episode. Um, Nicole, how was your weekend? So, it was my son's birthday. Mm-hmm. He turned eight. But the thing about his birthday is some weekends it's raining, some birthday weekends it's sunny. Right. And you never know, you know, what it's going to be like. Right, right. So, this year it was raining. Oh, yeah, it was. And we really wanted to go to Disneyland, but we were not going to get caught up in the rain. Mm-mm. The rain at Disneyland is not. It rained for Kenny's birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and we were like, we can't do it. No, it's a waste. So, <laughs> so um, we were struggling. We're like, okay, what are we going to do? We were just struggling. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we ended up at Dave and Buster's. Oh, nice! And he loves video games, mm-hmm. and they had VR headsets and stuff. Yeah. They had so he had a ball. He yeah. had, and I remember on the day of his birthday that I was like, "Oh my goodness!" He said like a couple of weeks ago that he wanted to go to Dave and Buster's. This could work. Perfect. And so, but down to the last minute, we were working on it. <laughs> Long as we had the ice cream cake, that's all he cared about. We had to have that, but he was like, Universal Studios, Disneyland. Everything outside. Everything that's outside. And so we almost went to Indoor Playground, mm-hmm. but I'm glad we did. We went to Dave & Buster's, mm-hmm. and it worked out. Yeah, Dave & Buster's is cool. Oh, and then I told you guys I was going to the Mommy event. Oh, yeah. How'd it go? It was Your good. business Mommy event. Yeah, it was a business <laughs> Mommy event, and it was fun. Uh, I... You know, you're, when you go to stuff, you're lucky if you find one person that you really connect right. with, you know? This is true. And I found one person, and I really liked her. I thought she was really nice. Oh, good. And then after I met her, I left. You guys had exchange info? No, yeah, yeah, we did. We did, oh, okay. we did. And then I went to um, dinner at Maggiano's with my friend Danielle. Hey, oh, nice. Danielle, she she watches and listens to the podcast. Hey, girl. <laughs> she's, a, she's a day one. Right, day one of the podcast. Appreciate you, girl. <laughs> And so we went to Maggiano's and we had so much fun. But um, we we're just, you know, chatting, spilling the tea. Mm-hmm. But listen, what? you know, I don't go out, right? Right. I'm so proud of you for yeah. even. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I made plans for afterwards, right? Right. And the bartender um, asked for my ID. You could tell she don't go out. <laughs> no, he asked for my ID. And then we're in like South Coast Plaza. Right. And so it's very like. Mm-hmm. It's very uppity, right? Right. And he was like, blew up my spot. He was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe this. Because we were sitting at the bar. Uh-huh. And so that's what, so he, he has an idea, everyone at the bar, yeah. I would think, right? Right. But he blew my spot up. He was like, oh my gosh. You look so good. You look so good. And I was like, are you trying to get this tip? <laughs> what's going on? I'm, not, I'm like, what's going on? I look good. Yeah, girl, you look about 20-something. Listen, I was like, no. Yes. No. But what about you? How was your weekend? Um, So this weekend, I actually went to Atlanta for the first time. ATL. ATL, shoddy. My best friend recently moved there. And so we, before she even left, we planned a trip to go visit her. Yeah. 
and see her place. And I love her home. She lives in like a high rise. It's so nice. I'm like, oh, the first day we just looked out the window, <laughs> like literally because <laughs> like, we got there at like five in the morning, their time mm -hmm. took a red eye. And so when we first got there, we were all excited to be there. We was pumped and then child, we got tired. Yeah. So really and her couch is so comfortable. So we get everybody got blankets. We took a little nap, woke up, walked to the store. She made us breakfast. And then we took another nap. <laughs> we didn't make it out the house until like 8.30 p.m. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so um, we ended up going to dinner um, at like a lounge. So in Atlanta, like you can get good food pretty much anywhere. Really? Yeah. So it was like, it looked, it was a lounge, but it was like, to me, it was like a club. Oh, okay. Because they had a DJ, music was pumping, but it was really nice. They had like, um, at the bar, instead of like regular seats, they had like swings. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it was really cute. And so um, we ordered everything off the menu. The food was so good. That's, that's the way to do it. Oh my gosh, it was so good. And then we went back. Like, my friend's boyfriend was like, y'all not going to go out? Like, listen, we are aunties, okay? Yeah. We ain't going out. We tied. Like, we, we already went out. They yeah. had music. We did a little dance, had a little food, a little drink. We was good. Like, home go. by 11 p.m. <laughs> I mean, like, midnight. You know, let's get home. I don't blame you. Don't we had a good time. Like, we yeah. went, we ate, we danced. We had a good time. And then the next day, we went to uh, OLG, uh, you know, Candy Burris. Yeah, I was wanting to ask you about that because I saw it and I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, and we met one of her aunts, and oh. she was so nice, so sweet. Um, the food was okay. I, okay. It wasn't like, oh, my gosh, I got to go every time I go to Atlanta. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like you need to go for the experience. The food was good. Yeah. But it wasn't like, oh, my favorite. Like, the other place we went to the night before, Boogaloo, mm -hmm. their food, I would go back to that restaurant when I go there. Mm -hmm. Um, But the food was good. It was decent. Um, But the atmosphere was nice. We had a good experience. And then... um. One of my other friends that lives there, she's um, into real estate and buying properties and things like that. Oh, yeah. So she took us around to see where we can like buy investment properties and stuff oh, like that. We love that. Yeah. So it was really nice. Um, she took us around to some properties that she was looking at. So it was, that was like a really cool experience. Um, and then, child, we ended up at a day party. <laughs> now that's my vibe. If yeah. I'm going to go out, Take me to a day party yeah. because when we left there, it was about 930 and that's perfect. You go home, take a shower, relax. Right. Right. But it was so cool because, you know, in L.A., I haven't been out in L.A. in a long time. But the last time I did go out for like somebody's birthday or something, everything is sectioned. It's like mm. you got to buy a table. Nobody's dancing. Everybody's kind of just standing around bobbing their head. Yeah. No. We went there. The place that we went to, I guess they don't do sections. So you're meant to go there and have a good time. Oh. They played all the music that you would love to dance to. Oh. Everybody is dancing, having a good time. It was not uppity. It wasn't like, it was very yeah. comfortable. The people were nice. Like, everybody was like, oh, y'all are such a vibe. Because me and my friends, you could tell we ain't been out. We was, yeah, you guys, I was like, oh, my goodness, that looks so, as I'm in my blanket. Like, right. Oh, yeah, that looks <laughs> That looks fun. You can tell we don't go out because we were <laughs> dancing like it was 2005. Okay, <laughs> I like had the time of my life. So good. It was a really good time. Um, yeah, it was a great weekend. I don't have any complaints. 
I was going to ask you about it too. And I was like, I need to save it for the podcast. Save it for the podcast. Yeah. That's was... the thing about having a podcast. You're like, okay, I'm going to just wait. I'm going to wait. Right. Now. Right. Yeah. So it was fun. You know what I like what you guys posted um, when you guys were in the ATL, but you were listening to uh, LA music. You were oh, like, yeah. Cali Girls in the ATL. ATL. <laughs> I like that. That's a good name for a podcast too. Cali oh, Girls in yeah. the ATL. It's a good name for a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, my friend, she has a Jeep. And so, like, you know, she opened the top for us. And we, yeah. it was cold, but we didn't care. We yeah. were rolling around. We were vibes. Vibing. Running yeah. on vibes. Yes, running on vibes. <laughs> and then I tried Slutty Vegan. Ooh, how was that? It was pretty good. The only thing I didn't like was um, the they used Hawaiian rolls. Mm. I don't care for Hawaiian roll on a burger. Mm. And, um, that's the only thing I would change. But the actual flavor of the burger was really good. Mm-hmm. The sauce that they used, everything was really good. The fries, immaculate for a fry, but it was yeah. really, really good. See, um, I've always wanted to try them, but I don't think they're out here. No, it's only in Atlanta. I think they bring a truck out here every now and then. Oh. But um, I was just happy the line wasn't like wrapped oh. around the, the place. So... That I think they have a few locations now. That location was right next to the um, place that we went to the day party. Oh, okay. So it was perfect. That makes sense. Yeah, we tried That's as much fun. food as we could. The last day, I said, give me a green juice. Like, I literally went and got a green juice. I was like, I need to cleanse all yeah, this. Yeah, like, we start this out. All the lamb chops, mm. greens, mac and cheese, fried everything, mm. like... Give me some green juice. See, I'm surprised you said that because I came across a uh, a meme recently that said um, a food at, a food in the ATL like you guys need to do better. And so as I, far as what? I wasn't expecting you to say the food was good because people were saying like in the comments that the food in ATL, mm-hmm. oh, that the price wasn't matching the taste or something like that. I feel like for that, that can happen anywhere. Like yeah. you just need to know where to go. That's true. Like in... I'm sorry, we from LA. We used to when me and my friends go out, our bill is like four hundred dollars. Oh, really? Like, yeah, because we like to order appetizers, we order drinks, we order entrees. Like, we we ball. Out there, we ordered the same way we did. Like I said, we ordered pretty much everything off the menu, and our bill was like two fifty. Oh. So I was happy with the price. Yeah. One place we went to, it was under $200. And oh, we wow. each got drinks and food, appetizers and everything. So mm-hmm. for me, I don't think the price was that bad. Like for eight, it was a, that's a full rack oh, of Oh, because I don't be going out to eat with a bunch of people. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. I'm like, oh, brunch. Yeah. And brunches could be a little bit cheaper. Brunch can be. Like I'm talking about when we go like fine dining, we usually are spending like oh, wow. four Sometimes five hundred dollars. Oh wow! Because um, my friends eat steak and all that, so I and we always order like that. We order oysters, like oh wow, yeah. I have to come eat with y'all one yeah, day. Yeah, come eat with us, honey, because we we go we gonna try everything. I'm gonna bring my make sure bring my cash. <laughs> yeah, we gonna try everything, and so and it, and it was so funny because we have our system. We all pretty much eat similarly. Yeah. So we'll order a few appetizers and we just share everything. Just split it. And so when the bill come, you know, they're like, how many times do we need to split it and blah, 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 blah. We're like, no. One card. Oh, and then we just good. And then we just Venmo or Zelle each other. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that's what I always see on Venmo. People sending people money for 
Yeah, it's so much easier. It's easier on the waitress. It's easier yeah. on everyone. Just give her one card and then um, okay. call it a day. Everybody just send whoever. And then, like, a couple of us have Amex, so we were trying to get the points. Mm. So it's like, no, I do it. I do it. <laughs> <laughs> give me them points, okay? Uh huh. Yeah, so. Yeah, girl, you got to come out to dinner with us. Oh, my goodness. You have a good time. I'll be in a relationship with my bed. For real. Okay. I ain't mad at you because that's the best part of the night. I was thinking about that yesterday. My favorite part of the day is the end of the day when the kids go to bed and me and my husband sit on the couch and watch our shows. Yeah. Like, we have every day we have our lineup. Like, we're going to watch Below Deck or we're going to watch... Chicago Fire, Chicago Meg, Chicago PD, that's the best night. Like yeah. Wednesday nights is the best. See, I um lately I've been letting my husband pick the movie and he's been falling asleep. Oh yeah. My husband always falls He usually falls asleep about nine forty five. Mm-hmm. And so then if it's a show that we both watch, once I notice he fell asleep, I just pause it, tell him to go to bed, and then I continue watching something I wanna watch because yeah. if not, he's gonna ask me the next day, like yeah. So what what happened? What happened? I'm like, nah, I paused it, Listen, so we can finish it later. <laughs> I let him pick. Usually, okay, so we won't watch a show, but we'll watch a movie. Okay. And so he picked Black Adam, and I don't usually do Marvel. I'm just oh, like, okay. rom-com, 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 yeah. rom-com. And he, I finally was like, okay, just go ahead. You you pick one. And I was really into Black Adam. It was so I good. We don't really watch a lot of movies. And then he felt he was like, it's slow. And he fell asleep. Oh, yeah. I'm like, this is good. I'm all in. Yeah. I've been watching Jeannie, Jenny and Georgia on uh, Netflix. It's so good. Jeannie? Jenny and Georgia. It's G-I-N-N-Y and Georgia. It's about a mom and a daughter. Um, the mom has had like a super hard life. She had her at 16 and she robbed, killed, and still uh stole oh. to get them to where they are and so it goes back in time with you know her life and everything and then her daughter ends up finding out all these things that her mom has done and yeah it's good though and then all these people start coming back in her life and it's really good so i've been watching the second i think it's the second season of that Mm -hmm. see i for a long time wouldn't let myself watch good tv Mm -hmm. so only it's been about a year or so that I've let, no, maybe over two two years now that I like let myself watch good TV. Mm-hmm. And I am always watching The Bachelor. Oh, yeah. That's her jam. And I wasn't going to watch <laughs> it this season because uh-huh. of Zach. But. Is it good? <sighs> I don't know. I, I feel like I'm going to have to. Switch over. I'm going to have to watch it. And I told myself I'm not going to watch it because Zach is so boring. And there's so many other good people to pick for The Bachelor. Yeah. And they just picked the same. And he's from where I grew up. Mm. And it's that's kind of triggering because it's like, ew. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't watch The Bachelor. I do. <laughs> I don't recommend it. I don't, I don't think it's a good show to watch. <laughs> but it just, those producers on that show. Yeah. And the editing. They loop you in. It's so shady. It's just yeah. so shady. I mean, that's reality TV for you because yeah. if they no, what? did you see? Um, is it Hulu? They're taking all the people from Love Is Blind, 
-hmm. and like four other shows. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's it's like a mystery murder or something. Or it's called the ultimatum of something, or it's I don't know. But they're taking like four, like I know Love is Blind. Uh -huh. Oh, selling Tampa. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I saw that and they were all sitting at a table or something like that. Well, I just saw it because Barchise Bar Bar or whatever. Bartice. Bartice was on the intro. I just saw the trailer and I was like, if Bartice is there, I'm there. Drama. Because Bartice is a hot mess. Oh my goodness. And the girls from Selling Tampa are there. Like oh, two okay. of them. Okay. Did you watch I, Selling Tampa? Yeah, I like Selling Tampa. That's a good show. Yeah. Selling Sunset. Selling Sunset in my jam, too. But Selling Tampa was good, too. Yeah, it was good. They should have brought them back. But yeah. I, over the weekend, this is, I know this is off topic. Over oh, yeah. the weekend, I saw the broker, Sherelle, yeah. from Selling Tampa, hanging out oh. with Selling Sunset. Even Jason well, was there. of course. There. No, but Jason was there. Of course. But she, her show didn't get picked up. So, oh, her but show. they're not the are they are they the producers? I don't know. But the thing is, this new season of Selling Sunset is only what in a couple months or something like that? You think she's gonna be on there or something? I mean, it, I to me know. it would make sense for them to hang out because they're the same franchise. I know, but the, her show didn't get picked up. So? So but what if she is on Selling Sunset? What if she, she could. A, 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 a clip? She could be. She could. I hope so. Yeah, she could. But it makes sense because all those shows, they all hang out with each other. Yeah. Because when they have events and stuff like that, like, they celebrate the franchise. But don't you feel like they got cut? So, I don't know. I just, How do you know they got cut? They didn't get renewed for season two. It they, was a big deal. Oh, Over the summer, it was announced that. Th that Selling Sunset got cut. So, then I see Sherelle hanging out with Jason and two other people from the cast of Selling Sunset were there. Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness, if Sherelle comes <laughs> on Selling Sunset. But they don't live in LA, they live in Miami. I know, but she could come. That could be, but, but you know, um, one of the people on Selling Sunset, the girl that had two babies, she mm -hmm. lives in Florida and comes back. Remember, you know, the one yeah. lady? Oh, so maybe you think he's gonna do, um, like he might do another brokerage with her? I don't think they would do a brokerage together. But it's something or going like on. have her work there. Or something. Something's going but on. I wouldn't if I had my own no. brokerage company. I wouldn't go work. And she's only like 35, 36. And she's marrying Ocho Cinco. Did you hear what he said when he proposed? What? This is so I'm sorry, y'all. She all off topic. I'm all off topic. <laughs> okay, last last but not least. Uh -huh. When he proposed, he said, um, what did you say? If I propose, you will give me um a cheeseburger. And she was like, and she was like, okay, yeah. And he uh -huh. was like, yeah, you'll give me a cheeseburger to go with the fries, right? Uh -huh. And he was like, if you propose. And she was like, yeah, whenever you propose, whatever, whatever. And he was like, here, where's my cheeseburger? And then he proposed and was like, hey, don't forget, you said you're going to give me my cheeseburger. Oh, my gosh. He calls their first child fries. They call them French fries. Fries. So when he oh, proposed. Oh, so like a nickname. Yeah, he calls the. There. Oh, so he wanted another baby? Yeah, he wanted another uh, baby. Oh, okay. I was like, where is this going? I know. I'm sorry. Baby. He wanted another baby. And I was like, could you imagine being asked for a second child while being proposed? But I think it was their thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's odd. He's a little odd. Yeah. He's funny. Well, good for them. Yeah, good for them. Okay, so we are going to move on to our mama moments yes. really quickly. I get, can we start? Go ahead. Yeah, I've been talking a storm. <laughs> I got coffee before we got here. Oh, yeah. She's, she's hyped up. Um, we need coffee because we do this at night, y'all. Yes. Um, okay, so my son Bryson, my three-year-old, my baby, my last baby boy, <laughs> he started preschool. 
and it was I before before he started, I was telling people, you know, he's gonna be starting preschool. Yeah. I'm excited, and everybody's like, "Oh, you're gonna cry. You're gonna be so sad." I'm like, "No, I'm actually fine. Like, I'm excited for him to start and like be around other kids, right? Get those social skills and things like that." Child, my anxiety kicked in. Like three days before he had to go, I was looking at my husband like, "Is he really gonna go? <laughs> Is he ready? Are we gonna, are, are we really this? gonna put him in the hands of other people?" <laughs> Like, are we really doing this? And he's like, I don't know. You think we should do it? I'm like, yeah, we got to do it now. We yeah. did all the paperwork. Right. But, um, yeah, so he, he started, and it was just so sad because, first of all, he didn't want to wear the backpack. They make them wear a, a full-size backpack, and oh. Bryson is small. A full-size backpack? They have to wear a full-size backpack because they said that um, the, the things that they sent home won't fit in, like, a little small Aww. toddler backpack so we were putting the backpack on him and he was just like <laughs> and then i made the little sign because you know it's his first day of school yeah. so i made the little sign trying to get him to hold it <laughs> and the picture is hilarious yeah the picture is so i i felt bad to come i was like should i should i not should i it was hilarious he was like he was like he was so he was so upset so then once we started walking towards the school he looked a little bit happier and then we, when we put him down and put the backpack on him, he lost it. He was holding on to the gate. Aww. He was like, no. And so the teacher was like, take your time. Um, so it took us a couple of tries because I was like, I'm not leaving him like this. Yeah. Like, he's visibly upset. I'm not leaving him like this. Right. And so, um, so we talked to him, hugged him you know, whatever. And then the teacher came over and then she picked him up. Once she picked him up, he was fine. Oh. And so we let him walk through the gate. He wasn't crying anymore. And we're like hiding behind the wall, peeking through the gate. My husband is like, we're behind the wall and he has his phone this way, trying to like take pictures so we could see his face. <laughs> oh my goodness. So we looked over and he was smiling. And so I was like, okay, I can leave now. Like yeah. I feel I feel okay. But he's only there half day. Um the teacher said he did great. And when we picked him up, he was all excited. And like I was kind of like peeking through the gate again before he walked out just to see like what his mood was. Was he upset? Yeah. He was happy. Child, but they were trying to get him to walk in the line hilarious <laughs> getting three-year-olds to walk in a line is like five-year-olds six-year-olds even yes eight-year-olds walking them in a line is is it was so funny all these little kids with these big backpacks <laughs> trying to like walk in a, it was hilarious so um it was a good experience though so that's good yeah that's good to hear yes how about you so over the weekend, it's my son's birthday, like I told you guys. Mm -hmm. And for Christmas, he overheard Mimi and I talking about Christmas gifts, right? Uh -huh. He wanted a Oculus. Okay, yes. A VR headset. Uh -huh. Now, I don't think... I've seen a lot of people his age get them, but I just wasn't comfortable with it. Yeah. I'm like, he plays video games now. That's enough. That's enough. Like, I don't want that attached to his head. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I feel the same. And so... She said she was going to get it. I was like, no, do not get it. And so he was like kind of upset because he was like, didn't get it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. But for, but I never heard of this Oculus. Right. Uh -huh. And when I had brought it up to my husband, he was like, oh my gosh, I would love one. I, 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 <laughs> I 
adults love it yeah so i was like okay so i got my husband one for christmas right oh, oh no for his birthday so I got my husband one for his birthday, right? Mm -hmm. so, so once in a while, my husband will let him like put it on for a few minutes, but it's very like controlled, right. literally like less than 10 minutes. Yeah, that's like, good. Like maybe even five minutes. Mm -hmm. And then my husband barely uses it, but when he does, he gets a little dizzy and the battery doesn't last long anyway. Mm -hmm. And so it's a good workout though. Yeah, because you can do like you can different stuff. put anything in there pretty much, right? Yeah, well, I don't know. So um, anyways, over the weekend, my son was like, oh, um, I want an Oculus. And, and, you know, my husband was just like, well, you know. We have one. <laughs> well, you know, when you get a little older or whatever, something like that. And my son says, catch this. This is what my son says. Dad, I'm going to start a YouTube and I'm going to get my own money Ooh. and buy my own Oculus. These kids too smart. <laughs> it was like. And then I was in the other room, but I could hear. And I didn't hear my son say that. My husband told me that later. Uh -huh. But I heard my husband say, uh, Austin, that's a really great entrepreneurial spirit. <laughs> but no, if I said you can't get it, you can't get it. Here. He was like, that's a very great entrepreneurial spirit. He's like, I can start a YouTube and get my own money and buy my own Oculus. He said, I don't need y'all money. Yeah, he said, oh, he was like, son, them kids it's on not YouTube. about the money, son. Okay. He was like, I can just buy my own. Oh my God. These kids are own. too smart. I'm like, that's a good segue into our topic too, because yeah. these kids be doing the most. The most. Okay? The absolute. The absolute most. Yes. So today, I don't know if you guys have been buzzing around TikTok, Instagram, social media. There has been conversation about icks. So icks basically are things that um, kind of like bother you or get on your nerves or like even the definition. I have to look it up, child, because this is a Gen Z thing or whatever. Yeah, Gen Z. Um, things that might disgust you or kind of like get under your skin, like like that. Yeah. So we decided that we wanted to do motherhood icks. Yes. So in our motherhood, it's, it could be something about our kids. It could be something about being a mom in general or things that we have experienced in motherhood, pregnancy, yada, yada, yada. So one of my first things is, I feel like this is something relatable. All of our kids do it. Mm. When your kids ask for something that you're eating or if they say, they have to say like, what's that? Mm. And put their finger in it. Mm. That drives me crazy because I am a germaphobe. <laughs> Do not put your dirty paws <laughs> in my food. And it'll be something like, my son has even put his finger in my cup before oh. because he wanted to touch the ice. And I'm like, bro, Bryson does that all the time. Can't leave an open cup around Bryson because he likes the ice. Oh. So he will literally dig his hand in your cup and take the ice. Kendon, he just wants to like touch it because I guess it looks... I don't know. Yeah. Get your fingers out of my food. Yeah. That's that's def that's understandable. Ick. <laughs> okay. So my first ick is, okay, after you, you have your first child mm. and you're pregnant with your second, people just automatically assume that you want the other gender. So, like, I had a boy, my first child. Mm -hmm. So people just automatically assume, oh, you're you're hoping it's a girl, huh? You're you're oh hopefully or or they'll, or they'll even say like, oh, hopefully it's a girl, because then you have each. Right. And then when you're pregnant with a third, 
And then they're like, oh, do you know what you're having? Like, oh, no, you know, I don't or I don't yet. Mm-hmm. Or you just don't want to share it. Right. And they're like, oh, well, do you have any kids? I'm like, yeah, I have a boy and a girl. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, oh, then the third one, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, like it don't matter to you. Like, why are you, we even have this conversation? Right. Like, why are you worried about if I'm having a boy or a girl? We just, the focus is healthy. Okay. That's right. It. Right. That is so funny because I have that on my two kind of like when people ask me, cause I have two boys. They always ask, Oh yeah. When you gonna try for that girl? Yeah. You gonna try for that girl? Come on. You gotta get your girl. First of all, ma'am, I didn't remember inviting you into my family planning. Right. Okay. So that goes along with what Nicole was saying. Like, this is my family plan within my family. Like whatever I my family's desires are, I don't have to share that with you. I think it's something naturally that people do just kind of like to strike up conversations and like things like that. But it can be annoying, especially if you hear it all the time, constantly, constantly. And like, I get it. Some people want to just make conversation or they want to show interest in your family or whatever, but it can get pretty annoying, especially with it for me. Me and my husband have always planned to have two children. No matter what we got, we were going to have two children, no matter the combination. And people still ask, and we've we've voiced that to people. Like, no, we're two and through. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you got to try for that girl. You got to try for that girl. And I'm like, actually, there's no such thing as, like, I I would never know. Unless I did IVF, I could not plan for a girl. So you want me to keep? Having kids, <laughs> you gonna take who gonna who take who taking care of them, childcare and everything. Now I started telling people like maybe if I could guarantee that I would have a girl, then maybe I would think about it. But no, I don't want no more kids. Honestly, I just yeah. don't. And so, and that's my prerogative. You know what I'm saying? And that's it, and that's all. That's my business. That's my business. Like Auntie Tab said, okay. <laughs> But I just think it's weird that people like have that conversation all the time because it's like there's no way that I could guarantee there's no such thing as like yeah. trying for a girl like no it's you could try all you want and still get a boy or yeah. twins or triplets I knew someone who just kept trying until they got a boy and the boy happened on like the seventh yeah I saw that on TikTok too a girl I think she was on like eight or nine yeah. and she finally got a girl. But see, my mom had four boys before she had me. Mm. I'm not going down that road. Yeah. And that's just my my choice. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think I have the capacity for two. Yeah. Now, if the Lord wanted to do otherwise, then I would accept that. But it would be very hard I'm for that, that to happen. I'm going to clip that. I'm it, clip it, that. It, it would be a miracle. <laughs> And miracles happen every day. They do. I have done my due diligence. I have done my due diligence to make sure that that does not happen. Okay? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It would be a miracle. Okay. So, oh, also, when we look down, we're looking at our notes. Yeah, we have our little notes. So we can stay on track. You know what? It me so, or what icks me so much? Like, when you're pregnant, people are so nice to you. You don't like that? No, no, I love that. That's my favorite part. But the second you have that baby, oh yeah, it is so humbling how people turn it around and like flat out ignore you compared to 
when you are pregnant. Like when you are pregnant, people will run mm -hmm. to open the door. Mm -hmm. And then I'll never forget the first time I went to the grocery store um, postpartum after delivering my son. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, y'all go open my door, y'all see this big old stroller. <laughs> no, but I went by myself though. Oh, you didn't have the baby. I didn't have the baby. Oh. And I just thought, oh my oh, you're goodness. you're just a regular pedestrian now. Yeah, I'm just a regular schmegular. And I was just like, that, that bothered me a lot. Am I not special anymore? Yeah, so I kind of enjoyed every time I was pregnant. I was just taking advantage of all Oh, yeah, that was one of my favorite parts about But that it's me. Like, you should be nice to people all the time. Give that extra treatment. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That was it. Yeah. Um, What's another one? Oh. This one really irks me. I want to say irk, okay? Yeah. Um. So whenever I go to an event or like, even if I go to a friend's house or like any type of event where I don't bring my kids, why didn't you bring the kids? Oh, yeah. Or, or when they invite me to somewhere, they're like, oh, you should bring the kids. And I'm like, isn't this an adult? situation like if it's an if it's a kid party or if it's made for kids whatever yeah. but i'm not one of those people that's like itching to bring my kids everywhere because i'm a stay-at-home mom i'm always with my kids so it kind of like bothers me when people are always like you didn't bring the kids you didn't bring the kids you didn't bring the kids you didn't bring... no i didn't bring them kids <laughs> like them kids is not here i'm trying to get a break okay yeah. you want to come pick them up you can yeah up. the event i went to it was kid friendly and people brought their kids. Mm -mm. And I was like, I, now that's different. If it's like, if we're going to something. No, but it was like a mommy financial event. Yeah. And then they had this play area for kids. And I'm like, I have the option to. Yeah. Like if, if the day if the daycare is optional, it's for people that don't have another right. option to, to right. leave their kids at home. I do appreciate things like that where it's, kid friendly like if i need to bring them yeah. but if we're having a girls night at your house i'm not bringing yeah my kids mm -hmm. i know you want to see them we can schedule a play date for you to see them on a different occasion yeah. but if my kids are there i have to watch my kids yeah so and i think sometimes people with that don't have kids don't really understand that fully yeah. because when you're when my kids are there I can't just engage in conversation. Right. I can't just sit at the dinner table and enjoy my meal. Right. No, I have to cater to them. I have to watch so them. it's not that I don't want to be around my kids. It's right. just that if I come here, I'm not here to enjoy myself. I'm here to cater to them. Right. So um, some people go to events and once they in the door, their kids go do whatever. I'm just not that type of parent. I'm like constantly watching. Right. And I'm constantly making sure no one's hurting themselves, no one's hurting my kid. Yeah. Nobody eats nothing they're not supposed to eat, drinking nothing they ain't supposed to drink. Running out to another room. Running yeah, running out outside. Like you can't just when you your kids are there, you have to keep your head on the swivel. And of course you can still enjoy yourself, but to a certain extent. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um this is kind of triggering, but it's an ick I have. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just I don't know if it's an ick, it's a it's a, it's kind of triggering, but I don't like, and maybe this is not ick. Maybe this is not ick. You can tell me if it's an ick. Okay. I don't like, like, if you have one child, right? Mm -hmm. And then if you have a pregnancy loss, right? Mm -hmm. People are like, well, at least you have one. No. Like completely dismissive of the loss. Yeah. And yeah. That's an ick for sure. It's like, 
what? Sometimes I think people just don't be knowing what to say. And if you don't know what to say, you shouldn't just say anything. Yeah, you shouldn't just say anything. Like, well, at least you have the one. Like, what? You could leave it at, I'm sorry for your loss. Like, yeah. you, could leave, you could literally leave it there. That is so much better than saying at least. No, there's no at least. There's no at least. Because, no. It's still a lie. Especially if you planned on going through with it. Right. And it's just like, it's very traumatizing. Right. But to, on top of that, say, well, at least. At least. At least or at least you, you could try again. Or no. yeah, yeah. Or you could try. It's like, like, bro, that was still my baby. Like, yeah. So that, that, oof, that, oof, that irks me. Yeah. That's, that's an it for sure. Yeah. Okay. So just a little advice. Don't say that. Okay. Don't say that. If you don't know what to say. Just say, I'm so sorry for your loss. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's another ick for motherhood for me. Hmm. <laughs> what? Now, this this might not happen to everybody, but it happens to a lot of people I know. Okay. The bottom belly. Like, after you had one kid, okay, oh, cool. Oh, yeah. After that second kid, that little bottom belly ain't going nowhere. Now, we talked about this before. I've never had a flat stomach. But the whole bottom belly situation. It's, it's an ick. I didn't have that issue before I had these kids. You know what? I was just talking to Joshua yesterday, and because I was sending him people like with surgeries and to stuff get a mommy like. makeover. Yeah, and he was like, "I don't like that. I don't like the um. I didn't. Okay, I sent somebody who had surgery. Uh-huh. I didn't know it was a BBL page. Oh, uh, because I just like, no BBLs. And so he was like, "That guy's really bad at doing the BBLs." I'm like, "I didn't know it was a BBL page." <laughs> But yeah, that thing, you know what? It's hard. It's hard. You have to have the surgery. You have to. Even my friend who is slim. Yeah. Like she is very slim. She still has the pooch. Yeah. A lot of a lot of my friends that are very slim, they still have the little yep. pooch. Unless you go get a tummy tuck, it don't go nowhere. You have to have the ab put back together. Yes. That's the part people don't talk about. They're like, oh, just work out. Yeah, it's oh, like, go wow. do crunches. Like, no, it, when you it's separated. You can't. You can't. And I figured that out because I watched this YouTuber mm-hmm. and she was working out so hard. Two YouTubers, actually. Mm-hmm. They were both working out so hard, like mm-hmm. eating right, just the whole night. Yeah. And then they were like, I just ended up having to have the surgery. I, They were like, there's no way to burn this off. It's, yeah. Your abs are dislocated and they have to be sewn back yeah. together. And then once they did that, they were they were cool. Able to get the results that they desired. Yeah, because yeah, I've seen people work out, like work out. You know, and the rest of their body is toned up, everything, yeah. but that little, little uh, mama pooch. They call it a mama pooch for, for a reason. Yeah, for real. Right. I'm like, bro. Okay, so my ick is, I can't stand when people talk bad about moms. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Like, I don't care if you're talking bad about another mom, your own mom, like any moms. Like, mm-hmm. because... Once you're a mom, you realize, like, how hard it can be. Yeah. And you realize, like, the pressure that society puts on you to act a certain way, to look a certain way, to have your kids be everything a certain way. Yeah. And it's like, I can, now that I'm a mom, I can see how people have really, really bad moms Mm -hmm. because they just weren't able to pull it together. Yeah. And... You got to be really headstrong. You have to be so headstrong to get up every day and keep these kids, like, together and 
the homework, yeah. the, the just the whole nine. No matter what yeah. you're personally dealing with, you yeah. still have to show up. So I understand like some people have really, really bad relationships with their moms, mm -hmm. but I always feel like once people have their own kids, they, they give them more grace. Mm -hmm. Because also you could be a really, really good mom mm -hmm. and your kid can still have a traumatic experience. Yeah. And you don't have any control no over control that. No control over that. And you can work, you can be just A to Z on it. Yeah. And that your kid can still have a bad experience. Yeah. Because they still have to go out into the world. Yeah. And you can't be with your kid 24-7. You could teach them. You could teach them street smarts. You could teach them book smarts. Yeah. You could, like, show them life experiences. You could do your very absolute best. Right. With all the resources in the world, yep. and your kid could still end up in a situation that's harmful to them or that puts them, you know, on the streets or whatever. Like, I saw this video that Josh sent me, and it was such a good video. It just showed how the brain works mm -hmm. and how, like, each person is their own human being mm -hmm. and that your genetics or what you have, just such a small percentage of you goes to your child in a neurological way. Right, right. And that really all we can do is guide them. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like, with that guidance, then you have choices. Right. So once you get out into the real world, I was talking to my mom about this the other day about, like, how I feel like parents should do a better job with the transition from 18 into the real world mm. like you know a lot of times it's like you turn 18 there you go go find a job and yeah. figure it out and then you end up you wonder why people end up in these situations where they can't pull this up pull themselves together right you literally went for a child where your parents took care of your every need to now go find a job right and fend for yourself and yeah. sometimes it's not that drastic for, to where it's like you still have a roof over your head and everything like that, but now you're responsible for your bills. Yeah. But even that, I feel like, needs more guidance. And like, parent, but parents do their best. They yeah. do what they were taught. Yeah. They, and then I feel like we all do a little bit more than what we got, but we're still not always put in the position to like help our kids, you know, fully. But I feel like we could do a better job in society of that transitional phase of being a teenager into adulthood, even going to college. Yeah. You still figuring it out. Yeah. Like, yeah, you got room and board and food. But but the other things that come along with that, like you're lot. you're still figuring it out. And like a lot of times we hear like, oh, well, I had to figure it out. You can figure it out too. But we don't have to do that. No, we don't. Like, so with my kids, I plan on, to the best of my ability, like kind of like teaching them like, okay, this is how you pay bills. This is why we pay the bills this way. This is how you budget. Yeah. These are the type of jobs that you can look for that could put you in a better position to be able to make the money that you need to survive, yeah. not just go get a job. Right. Like, what type of job do I need now? What type of skill sets do I need to learn to get to where I want to be? Like, we didn't always get that specific guidance to put us in a position. Like, I remember being like, dang, I never knew about that career. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And yeah. like our parents, they don't know either sometimes. Like yeah. they know specific things. And so I feel like just with our generation, we could do a better job 
yeah. with our kids and making sure that they're not only set up financially, but like mentally. mentally. That's something we talk about a lot at, in my household is that 18 and up. Mm-hmm. And something my husband always says, he's like, I'm not gonna kick my kids off. If they wanna stay here, they can stay here. My husband, they can stay here as long as they wanna stay here. And they can bring their wives and they can oh, bring no. their husbands. Yeah, that's where I draw the line. And I'm like, <laughs> If we have a compound, cool. Yeah, they all coming up in here. It was like I was like, well, Joshua, that would you know that like you said that would have to be a compound and blah blah blah. And he was like, I'm okay with that. And I'm like, oh my goodness, it'd be like Jamie Foxx. You know Jamie Foxx? Jamie Foxx, the comedian. Yeah, his household is like him, both his parents that are divorced, his siblings, like his like he has a lot of his family in his house. Yeah, I mean. You got a compound though. Yeah. Okay. See, a compound is cool. I saw this girl on TikTok. Her whole family, they have like acres and acres of land. Everybody has their own house. I love that. So like her grandmother, her parents, her siblings, their their, uh, spouses, they all live on the same like neighborhood. Their whole, their neighborhood is their family. See, I would, I would be okay with that. Yeah. So there's a house in Corona. There's a street Mm -hmm. and, um, there's a street where they have like all this grass in the front, you know, behind the fire, behind the firehouse. Yeah. And so I told um, my husband, I was like, oh my gosh, um, wouldn't that be like the coolest house to buy? Because then we could put a little house leading up to our house for all the kids. And they yes. had their own little house uh-huh. in front of our house. That's why, that's why I like those super homes with like the in-law quarters. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah that's dope. My parents would never leave their house, but if they would, I would love to have them like, in the in my quarters, like there, I have a friend who uh, her mother in law stays in there. Um, oh, that'd be awesome. There, they have a super home. Love that. Yeah, love that as well. Another one of my icks is, um, why do kids get sick in the middle of the night? <laughs> like, why you can't get a fever in the morning <laughs> so we could go to the ER at ten a.m. instead of ten p.m. Yeah, in there all night, like. Why does our body work like that? Like, cause right. I did read something. That, cause one day I was just like, why does this happen at night? Googling yeah. it. And it has something to do with our body temperature and like, uh, once hormones. Yeah, yeah. Like once you go to sleep, everything settles in. And like, that's why kids get fevers in the middle of the night or whatever. But I'm like, why I gotta get sick in the middle of the night? Mm. Like, I just, I can't stand it because I'm already like, I don't get the best sleep all yeah. the time. And, um, my son will be like, that's another, I'm combining two eggs. The whole screaming mommy thing, oh, my wow. son will scream from his room, bloody murder. Mom! In the middle of the night, Mm-mm. wake me up out of my sleep. Mm-mm. Mom! Oh. And I'm like, well, what's, what's wrong? What, what's going on here? Oh, um, can I have some water? Oh, the water. Oh my goodness, the water. Boy, the water, and I know about the water. The water. So I put the water bottle right by yep, it. Yep. And oh, still. I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, I understand sometimes kids get scared. They have night terrors, things like that. But yeah. my, the way he screams, and then it's not just for things like that. It'll be in the middle of the day. Oh, yeah. And, Mom! Yes, Kendon. I, co- I come to him. <laughs> yeah. My TV isn't working. I said, Kendon, come to my room <laughs> so you can see how I feel. Come to my room. Yeah. Now, what's the problem? Okay, now take your remote back in your room and figure it out. Because you calling me from the other side yeah. of the house to do something that you could do yourself, 
it irks me. Yeah. So I told him, I said, Kendon, it's very rude to scream for someone. If you need something, you come find that person yep. and you have a conversation with them. Because the whole screaming of the mom all day long, I'm like, and they don't ever scream for that. No, they don't ever. Never. And, and it's usually nothing like serious. Right, right. It's nothing, yeah. Um, in the middle of the night, if my kids scream, my husband goes because he know he they just gonna be screaming. No, no, I just know I started doing that with Kendi because he used to just want company. Like he yeah. didn't like sleeping in his room, so he would just want company. Um, and then he started sleeping with the TV on. And mm-hmm. so if the TV goes off or if I turn the TV off or whatever, he wants somebody to help him turn it back on. And he knows how to do these things. Yeah. He just wants somebody to come check on him. Or he'll say, Mom, can you come check on me? Yeah. Like when I'm staying up at night having my little mommy time and I'm in the loft area. Yeah. It's right behind his room. Mm-hmm. Mom, are you still there? Are you there? <laughs> yes, Kendy, go to sleep. Okay, well, I was just checking on you. Go to sleep, Kendy. Just go to sleep. Mm. You know, bedtime is an ick in itself, oh, to be honest, because it's such a to do, big to do. It's like go to sleep, and then my kids will have these conversations. And so sometimes I'll record it and then like with like, each other. Yeah. <laughs> about school and about yeah. like yeah, my brother things. used to do that. And I'll just be like, if y'all don't go to sleep. Go to bed. And but then it's like, oh, it's cute. Yeah. And it's like go to bed. <laughs> Once y'all bond during the day. <laughs> you know? No, that's a good one. Um, one of my icks is, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I went above and beyond to buy them, like, the coolest beds, you know? Oh, like, yeah. They're such a cool bed. Mm-hmm. And my ick is, why, why can't you sleep the whole night in your own bed? <laughs> like, I need you to sleep in your own bed. And the thing about it is, if you do get in my bed, over just don't kick me in the face because horizontally yeah because i don't understand why you see me sleeping like this and sleeping like this and you gotta sleep like this. and you gotta sleep like this <laughs> and of course they they, they kicking me mm-hmm. and oh, i can't stand it i can't stand when they get i can't stand when they get i can't, I can't yeah stand. we had that for years with kendy but my listen my back used to be toe up from knees and feet yep. and butt, everything in my yep. back. And so we just made a rule with him, like, you have to stay in your room. Like, <laughs> you just you just have to. But when the sun comes up, if it's a Saturday and the sun is up, you can come and lay with us in the morning. Oh, that's nice. So he like he loves Saturday mornings because he comes, he nudges in between us, he gets up the butt crack it on. Oh, yeah. And comes and gets our bed in the morning. Cool. Bryson, he likes to sleep in his own bed, so we're good there. Kendon, if we let him, he would sleep with us every night. But oh, yeah. we were like, no, nah, we couldn't do it because I was breaking up for crooks in my neck, yep. in my back. Your neck just be aching. Just be, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Or when if one of us goes out of town, we'll let him sleep with us. Yeah, too. I do that. Yeah. I'll let them sleep in my bed when um, my husband goes out of town. But sometimes I still make them sleep in their own bed. Yeah, you want your own space. It's like, now I got the whole bed to myself. Because, listen, my husband is six <laughs> foot five. Oh yeah, I'm five foot seven, mm-hmm. and we got a the big bed, mm-hmm. but three kids nah. and us two in the bed. All three of them? Yeah. No, no, no. 
like when we when we go out of town we make sure we have two beds now because like when they were smaller we would just get one big king bed everybody be in there no no y'all can go over there and we'll be over here yeah, sleep in your bed you know what about you um another one that i have is how many more do you got um i think i got two okay cool the busting in the bathroom the what Busting in the bathroom. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> no, like, Kendon, Bryson too. Oh, yeah. Bryson will bust, and he busts yep. in like something is going on. Yep. If you leave the door cracked, yep. boom. Mm -hmm. And then he'll slam the tablet on my lap, like, turn this on. Yep. Um, I remember too, like, when they were, Bryson was much smaller. I, I learned, so I started going in the bathroom and locking the door. Like, y'all know, sometimes you be on the toilet and you're not even doing nothing. you just right. there to get a break. Right. And so, scroll the only phone or whatever. Yeah. And so, I started going in and locking the door because I was just tired of them oh, bust, yeah. busting in the bathroom. That's what we... And yep. then, what do you see under the door? Little fingers. Mom, are you done yet? Are you done? And mm -hmm. Bryson would just keep knocking on the door. He would just keep knocking on the door. And Kendra... Mom, are you done yet? I'd be like, no, come back later. Ooh. Come on, mom, are you done? I need this, I need that. Or he'll just come and ask for things. Like, I just like, forget I, it, forget yeah. it, forget it. Yeah, forget like, it. yeah, you just say forget it and come out. But it's like, dang, can I get five minutes? Like the tap, tap, tapping on the door. Or mm. even if, like, the other day I was so tired after, I don't remember what it was. My husband was like, go lay down, go take a nap. So I try to take a nap. They're sitting, the both of them, sitting at my bedroom door is closed. They're both Ooh. sitting at my bedroom door, right Ooh, outside the door. Scalp itch, just thinking about it. They're literally, like Bryce, I I know it's him because yeah, you can he goes, hear you can hear him. Yeah, you can and, hear him breathing. Yeah, and he's like pushing his back up against the door because he's tired of knocking on it. And then they got like their tablets and Nintendo Switch and just up cranked it up to the highest notch. Mm. And I'm like, hey guys, I'm taking a nap. They don't okay, care. we'll just wait for you. Why do they do that? See, I, I feel like the second my kids get to the door, I can hear them breathing, right? Yeah. The whole, I will just wait for you. No, come back. <laughs> or when I'm taking a nap with Araya, uh -huh. and we are taking a nap. Oh, mom, I'll just wait for you. No, you're waking her up. I know. You're waking her up, first of all. She wake up, I have to get up. <laughs> right. I don't want to get up. I don't right. want to, I don't want to end the nap. Oh, they just don't understand the con oh. concept and like there's never enough time spent. Like no. that's another ick of mine. Like it's there's never enough you could spend literally no. sun up to sundown, playing yeah. with them, yep. taking them places, buying them things, like right. spending the entire day. Right. And then you say, Okay, buddy, can you go in your room for a little bit? You don't want me around? You don't want to play with me? Okay, you don't want to play with me. You don't. You don't, you don't want me to be in here with you. I'm like, actually, I don't. <laughs> like, we've been together all day. Hey, I don't bought you anything you wanted. Yeah, everything you wanted. We ran around town for you today. Like, yeah. we did everything you wanted. Matter of fact, the whole weekend. Yeah, I just want an hour to watch my little show. Yeah, alone, alone, without you talking to me the whole time. Exactly. That's another ick. Yeah, Kenny will talk to you the whole the whole time. time. Yeah. Yeah, he will, he doesn't care. See, it's you know what? These kids, bro. These kids. <laughs> okay, 
my it. Okay. This might be kind of not, I don't know if it's controversial, but this is the thing. I saw a comedian talk about this the other day, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my goodness, I feel seen. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you pay for mm-hmm. your child mm-hmm. to go to private school, mm-hmm. it's expensive. Mm-hmm. I ain't done it for that now. Don't have this this parent teacher conference and tell me where my kid is slacking. <laughs> you got ten kids. Oh yeah, no. In this class, you got ten or twelve. You, you got ten or twelve. I should have been known, right, that we was slacking in this area because I paid too much money. <laughs> they can't hear you on the uh. Oh, I paid too. Much money. Yes. I pay too much. <laughs> I pay too much. And I never heard anybody say that to this comedian. To uh-huh. this comedian, he was, I think it was Joe Coy. He was like, You go to these parent teacher conferences with the private school teacher. And he's like, Yeah, I go to my I my go to my little meeting. And the teacher was like, Sir, we need to talk about how Jimmy and what we're going to do to get him back on track. What you mean he ain't on track? <laughs> and then the parent, the guy was like, well, don't I pay you to keep him on track? <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's not the right way to go about right, parenting. Right, right. Okay. Maybe that's not the right way to go, but I had to learn these things. Right. Okay. Because I'm no teacher. Right. But I think also too, like you said, well, you only got 10 kids in the class. Like I can see at public school, you got 25 kids. With an assistant, thirty kids, whatever. That's that's a lot. Like I give I give my kids teachers grace because yeah, I've been in the classroom and right. especially with small kids, yeah, it's a lot. So the parents, you do have to do your part at home because yeah. it's literally impossible for this teacher to sit down with each kid yeah. and make sure they're getting it. Like they walk around, but why wasn't I getting a packet? That's what I didn't, I didn't know at the time that I should have been getting a weekly packet because uh, how am I supposed to be keeping on track? I don't even know. This is my what's first, going on. What's my first kid. I don't even yeah. know what's going on. Yeah. And now that I see my daughter going through it, I'm like, oh, she got packets and stuff. Right. And my son. Let I, me know what he's supposed to be doing so I can work on it. My son gets a better education at public school mm-hmm. with 23 kids mm-hmm. than he did with 12. And it this also teacher is a superstar. I about to say it also depends on the teacher. Because yeah. when a teacher is passionate and they care yep. that the kid gets it, yep. it makes a big difference. And so, like, yeah, we have to do our part as parents. But in a in a private school with 12 kids, you could literally sit down with each kid and, yeah. and like, make sure that they... Or at least send me a little note home. Send me. Why you wait till the after the Christmas end of semester, stuff, like to tell me? We out in May. You, nobody's focusing in school past January, February. When it hits March, yeah. Once it's preparing for testing, kids are like our, our testing is already done by March. By March, oh yeah. It's like March, April, May, and then April is like spring break, and then they're yeah, out in May. True. So by March, them teachers be kicking back. So why we now in kickback? And now you're gonna tell me, <laughs> and I didn't already pay the whole year, right? Ooh, I yeah. was I was hot. Yeah, that's not freaking. <laughs> I don't know if that's an ick, but it it made me hot. You got any boy? Um, let me see. Oh, I guess. Oh well, well, 
I kind of end up going with the, the other one. Yeah. But um, the, I guess last but not least, I'm a very kickback casual person. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a very kickback casual person. My ick is like, my kid is not going to be just perfect all the time. So don't judge me because my kid coming into Target casual, Mitch matched, and you took the time to do that. And I'm just trying to run in. I'm trying to run out. I'm trying to run in. I'm trying to run out. Don't look at me. I'm not looking at you. Don't make no eye contact. I'm running in and I'm running out. I'm running in and I'm running out. And I think because for so long I had to like dress in formal clothing to go to work every day. Mm-hmm. And now that I don't have to like do that, I enjoy my sweatpants because I couldn't for so long. Right. So now I'd be like, oh, I'm going to be comfy. comfortable. My kid going to be comfortable. And <laughs> don't look at us. <laughs> but yeah, that's that. That's good. Yeah, so these are our icks, you guys. So if you guys have any motherhood icks, make sure you guys comment down below. (laughs) She's talking about, oh, yeah. I forgot we can do that now. (laughs) Sorry, I keep hitting the camera. But, um, yeah, comment down below some of your motherhood icks and let us know. Um, And if you guys are listening, you guys can leave us a comment on Instagram under the post for this podcast. What are your motherhood eggs? And if you guys could do us a large favor, it's really not that big, but it may be big to some. It's big to me. Go ahead and leave us a rating or review wherever you're listening. You should be able to leave a rating or review. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you guys subscribe so that we can um, get some more subscribers and more people can see our podcast. Make sure you guys hit that like button. And leave us a little comment. Let us know what you guys think. Or um, if you guys can relate to some of these icks. Or if you have some icks to add. We would love to hear from you guys. And we thank you so much for listening and watching. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.